Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, ride along in your car. How you doing, buddy? Greetings and salutations, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Good thing I didn't let you read the call signs, John. We were doing some practice <laughs> stuff. John's called the WQECWSTU <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I we hey, I know my alphabet, and I like to thank the Phoenicians for that. There so. you go. <laughs> Uh, best ride in Epcot. Uh, it's a close one. I think me and you would choose that and living with the land probably before anything. <laughs> uh, I think you're right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love my test track. I put that up there all the time. I love... I, test track at night is one of those awesome feelings, dude. There's just something about riding that ride at night on a beautiful day. Am I wrong about that, though? Yeah, I still like Test Track, but it just doesn't have the same spot that it used to when it was the classic one. I really preferred the classic one over what they do now. Dude, it seems like most of us prefer all the classics over the new stuff. <laughs> like, and and I don't even think it's us being nostalgic. I just more think it was better. Like, let's go through a quick list: the old Test Track, new Test Track. Old Test Track. Okay. Uh. Uh, Minnie Mickey's Runaway Train, Railroad, or 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 a great movie ride. Well, you know why I don't care for that. One. Uh, yeah, I uh, do, but most people, with me, it would be great movie ride. So I don't want to put yeah. you on the spot there. But you can see where I'm coming from with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, especially when that the Backlot Express and all that other stuff going on. Uh, Maelstrom or Frozen, John? Yeah, Maelstrom, of course. Okay. Illuminations or any other crap they've put out there. <laughs> Why Illuminations, my friend? Exactly. Uh, do you, the Main Street Electrical Parade or almost any parade since that one? Uh, you know what? I never saw the other nighttime parade. What was it called? Spectrum Magic or whatever? No, I never saw that. So I'm talking about any I, parade in general. The, the Electrical Parade was the best, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's unique. 
Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp or without? Without. <laughs> without the scumbag. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, I. I just think uh, a lot of the replacements aren't as good. What do you think? Mr. Toad over Winnie the Pooh, certainly. Yes. I mean, and I and I don't have it. I I treat I treat Pew a Pew Pooh as a true Disney character. I'm not like Dennis. Dennis is like I would not want to be any of Dennis's stepchildren if he ever had any, because he told you flat out, "I'm not gonna love you." <laughs> I, I well, and I imagine he doesn't like Avatar. He doesn't like Star Wars Land. He doesn't like any of that. I mean, what about Pixar? Is Pixar part of the family or no? I think he would think so because they were created for Disney. I don't know. It just something about him with Winnie the Pooh was the most egregious, John. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was one of their first purchases. I would think most people will automatically assume Winnie the Pooh is just part of Disney. I mean, that was bought what way back in the early eighties, maybe late seventies or something. Yeah, it was quite a time ago. But Pooh is Pooh. I love you know. My brother used to call me Tigger. You know, all the time when I was a little kid, and uh, I've always liked Pooh. But anyhow, that I don't. Sounds, that sounds like a personal issue, but you know, hey. No, I was. It's what his little nickname was for me—his little Tigger when I was a kid. So, <laughs> but anyhow, I, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't like uh, some of the new stuff, John, as much as the old. And Test Track is, the truck. Even when they did really left that in, it still wasn't the same, was it? On Test Track, the truck? Yeah, yeah. None of that. I mean, I don't know. Even building the thing was cool for like 30 seconds. Now even building it just seems like a waste of time. The car, so. But no, anyhow, I like Test Track outside at night, though. Like, I, Brenda's sister... Didn't think it was such a big deal to ride it at night. And then she got on at night and she realized this is really cool at night. So. But anyhow, Johnny, you uh, getting ready for uh, Santa Claus? What's that? You ready for Santa Claus? No, nah, not really. Well, kind of, I guess. But uh, it's going to be an awkward uh, Christmas for us. <laughs> because you're <laughs> working? working a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working and then I picked up... Uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday too. So we're I'm coming home Tuesday. I'll be there about two o'clock, and we're gonna uh, throw a meal together and open presents Tuesday afternoon for about three hours. Then I'd get to bed to go to work on Wednesday. So. Well, it's crazy, but you you want the hours, so I guess it's a good thing, right? Yeah, I don't have much choice right now. I've I've obviously have fallen behind in a lot of things, so I'm uh, gonna get caught up. This is gonna help out immensely. Uh, well, that's cool. And then Disney gives you that monster bonus, don't they? Hello. You get that yeah, monster. You get that monster bonus from Disney too, right? Are you uh, there, John? The yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. I was yeah. making a joke with about Disney that they don't give you monster bonuses. Is what my point is. When and they should. Oh no, no. We yeah, we don't get any Christmas bonus. No, it's just stupid. One of the world's biggest company don't hand out Christmas bonuses. They give you guys what gift cards to go buy, spend more money at their restaurants is basically what they do. No, it's not. It's not even a gift card. It's coupons. Yeah. But you have to obviously buy, purchase something, so it's not like I, I get twenty three, you know, twenty five dollars to go spend there. No. So it's, uh, That's what I meant. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, they set you up to drag you into the park to make you spend more of the money that you don't have. So, it's it's ridiculous. And speaking of ridiculous, real quick, John, I was reading this article before we got on the show, and is, Walt Disney World Genie Plus hits all-time new record high during the 2023 holiday peak city peak week. All the idiots dug into their pockets to give out thirty. They're giving out thirty-nine dollars a day, John, to get at the Magic Kingdom. Thirty-nine dollars a piece. And then the idiot morons have to also pay for each individual ride. Am I wrong about that, John? Am I putting out misinformation, fake news, or anything? Not not each individual ride, but if you want to ride certain rides, exactly. you want to skip the line, then you have to pay more. But no, not every ride. No, no this $39, co- ri- $39 covers the secondary rides. But if you want to do... Uh, if you want to do... Tron, you know, Tron, Tron and, yeah, and Guardians... Avatar, Star Wars, that stuff. Yeah, you have to pay extra. Yeah, you got to pay extra. So at the Magic Kingdom, you got to pay extra if you want to do. Basically, uh, what is it? Even Haunted Mansion now, you got to pay extra, don't you? I'm not sure. Honestly, I I, I don't know. I, I I have no interest in ever paying for it, so I have not fully researched that at all. And you're a good uh, man, John. Lack, I'm lacking, but I, I just say that ain't, that ain't me, man. No, uh, no. I'm, so Tron, Tron is probably up to. I would. I'm trying to see here if there's any articles on this, but Tron would probably be twenty dollars to twenty five a person on top, don't you think, John? I would imagine it's probably the top tier, yeah. Okay, so let's say twenty five dollars. So after you paid the hundred and twenty some dollars to get into the park. Now you're going to pay another 160 to just participate to be able to get on the rides that you already. What the blank are you paying to even get in the park when you got to pay that 40? Because it means it's so crowded that you ain't going to get on nothing unless you buy this, is what they're telling you. So the actual mission to the park is basically for you to walk around the park, not to do any rides, unless you want to wait here or there. So now it's another 160. So then if you want to do Tron, it's probably another 25 for a family of four. So for a family of four to just ride Tron, okay, so 120 times 4 is 480. So then another 100 for Tron is 580. And then another 164 Genie Plus is 680, $740 to walk through the gates to ride Tron. Does that sound about right? Sure, yeah, absolutely. I'm on it. And, and, and I get picked on and get emails for calling people idiots. Like, I think the whole world's an idiot then. I think that this is Christmas time. Am I, it's Christmas right now, right, John? It sure is. Stores are very crowded. I don't understand why Target, Wal- if I owned Target or Walmart, I would, I would say, well, the Disney company is actually screwing everybody right now. And their reasoning to get over on everybody is to take advantage at their most... The, the most that need time. I don't know why Target, Walmart, and all these places don't charge like a lightning lane to get in the store. I don't know why tar- Target just don't charge 25 bucks to shop there now, Christmas time. They should, hold, they should have an entrance fee. Why not, John? I mean, last-minute shoppers, you went, you were stupid enough to wait, so let me take advantage of it. If I owned ShopRite or Acme, I'd put a $25 entry fee on the front. I'd have a bouncer standing there. Oh, you want food? Come get it. I would call Wawa up and every other store up in the area and say, listen, 
we're going to have an entrance fee. Let's screw the people. Disney's doing it. Let's us all do it. Let's have an entrance fee to get in to buy goods. I don't know, Doug. Nobody makes people no, do this. Nobody's I mean, making you shop. Nobody's making you go Christmas shop. You, you don't, don't have, have to, to buy. go to Disney. I mean, no, it, nobody is making anybody you, go to Disney. I understand. And especially, but, at Christmas, it, especially at Christmas time. It's if a you Christmas. Make the decision, if you make the decision to go to mm. Disney on Christmas time, you made the decision. I mean, I don't feel bad for the people. I mean, I they want to spend the money, spend the money. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'll do it. I just think it's just, I'm, I'm just saying, I think it, these trips are booked. A lot of this stuff people didn't know, and then they just get there and just keep whacked over the head. Well, I knew Christmas was coming. I should have shopped for it five years ago. All these stores should not have any passion either. You want to come in? Your wife don't need that new sweater. You want it? Extra 50 bucks that we're down to two of them. The stores should be able to manipulate the price. Like, they shouldn't even have to have prices. Disney doesn't. Nobody's making you go shopping. So at Home Depot, when the when the dryers all come in and they originally started 300 and they're down to the last two, they should put 700 on them. It should be, I think, that's the way everything should work. Last car in the dealership. The dealer should be able to mark it up to five times the price. There should be no manufacturer's retail price on anything in the country. Because nobody's making you buy nothing except for food, we'll say. Everything else should be fair game. What do you think? Uh, Disney's purely optional. There isn't a single person out there that's going to die without uh, Disney. No, well, you're not going to starve. You're not going to, you're not going to, nothing is, no, of course, is going to happen to you because you didn't go to Disney. No. Nope. Uh, it's pure entertainment. Well, I just think this is not, I think anybody who does this, is my point, is absolutely lunatic to spend an extra $160. To ride a ride after you spend five hundred to get in. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But yeah. it's their decision. I mean, if that's what they want to spend their money on, that's what but they want to spend their money on. The problem is, John. Like, okay, can we say that I, I I work with people and and I love people, but there are some people that are smarter than other people that you deal with in world, right, John? Does everybody go into these parks know all these rules? I bet you half the people don't even know what the F Genie Plus is until they get there. Probably. Do you, am, uh, at least the first trip. Yeah, the first trip you don't. But if you go back, you do. But even, uh, dude, I got people to go multiple times that don't know how half the stuff works. They're just drug along for the ride. But it's to the point where there's a lot of people that go here that don't understand, and they're just stuck now just buying it, is what my point is. It, it just... I just think it's. I, I just think there's something seriously wrong with whacking you over the head like that. But on top of it, I think there's even more wrong with the morons that let it allow it. You know, I mean, really. Well, I, and I, I hear what you're saying, but really, they're being stupid. I wish they would go all in on all this. I wish they would charge for freaking bus rides. I wish they on the busiest days, John. They should bring you guys up, and the first couple trips to the park should be an extra fifty bucks. And make make parking fifty, double it on on these most expensive days. The parking prices should just vary on how. Once the first so many rows, if it's going to be a busy day, they should jack prices. They're losing money left and right because well, nobody's making parking, you go. Speaking of parking, Doug, I was listening to the uh, uh, parking attendants in the break room before I clocked out. Guess what sold out today? All the VIP parking. Yeah, preferred parking. Yeah, yeah. Come. yeah. 
I mean, on top of that, and and I don't get the, I don't, especially at the Magic Kingdom, it makes no sense to me whatsoever with the preferred parking because you're literally paying to park closer, but then the tram doesn't stop, so you have to walk from. <laughs> I, so you, you you defeated your whole purpose there. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, people. <laughs> Exactly, and and I'm shocked, dude. They didn't charge. I was surprised when the trams came back. They didn't charge for them. Why not, dude? They're letting money slip through the the cracks, John. The idiots will pay it. I won't. But if you gotta if you gotta swipe your magic band to get on the tram, and charge you five bucks, nobody'd even think about it. They just hop on and just give it to them. Got to go through a credit card. Yeah, they wouldn't even think about it. Yep. Just no. Swipe your magic actually- band. I, I probably more than in the time I've been working there now, probably more than 20, 30 times. They get, I have had people get on and go, how much does it cost? <laughs> on the bus? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm like, we'll be fine. I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just utterly shocked that they don't have a lightning lane in the morning of buses that charge you to go to the park earlier. Uh, basically minivan. Uh, well, right? they... They should, but they're losing out with the bus fleet because you get a first thing in the morning. The first bus is always the fullest. Am I wrong at most resorts? No, I would say about the second or the third. Okay, so it's never the fullest. Yeah, not the seven o'clock or the six thirty one. Those are never full. Okay, but yeah, probably eight fifteen. Then they're packed. Well, those yeah. are the ones, the pack ones. They should just start charging Lightning Lane for it. Make I got standing room, standing room only. Standing rooms are discounted, only three dollars, three dollars person. Yeah, seats cost five. Yeah, <laughs> but the lunatics would just say, "Well, they can justify it. If you want to go to the park, you got to pay." Yeah, I mean, they would. Everybody else is doing it. That's what you get. <laughs> but anyhow. Full lineup of holiday entertainment today begins at Magic Kingdom. Magic, it is very festive down there, isn't it, Johnny? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and last night was the uh, last of the party. So, yeah, fireworks and parades every day and every night now. So, And it was packed. I mean, really packed. So. No, that's cool. I mean, it is beautiful there. I will give it that. I've been watching a lot of the uh, Kyle and them were roaming around to all the resorts and stuff like that. And it was, the resorts are beautiful. But the thing I didn't get is, like, they stayed at the uh, the Grand Floridian, right? And the man, and and this is where he did say some things are lacking, which I that's the corner and the penny pension charge more, give you less deal. They stayed at the Grand Floridian because they do this staycation thing, and I know he, it's getting paid for through his website. He's paying out of pocket. Disney's not giving him these rooms, but he makes money off of dropping the videos, so he has to do this stuff. Well, they tried to stay in the main tower, which is a. Uh, is uh what you call it? what what's the one where you get the food and all my brain is oh concierge or no concierge uh, yeah, level yeah concierge yeah level. yeah concierge level well yeah. concierge level is only in the main building how much you think the night concierge level was Grand Floridian yeah uh seven fifty two thousand dollars a night John wow good <laughs> dude they better have the butler standing next to me, feeding me, holding my coffee and feeding me pastries in the morning for $2,000, John. You better get a sponge bath from somebody. Yes. 
And and whoever you prefer to do that, it should be your choice who gives it to you too. But uh, no, he said he was thinking about upgrading because they'd done concierge at Animal Kingdom and Wilderness Lodge and the Contemporary, and it was very nice. He said when he heard that number, there was no way. I, I, he couldn't justify it. So they stayed at one of the outer buildings, like the different DVC buildings or the outer buildings, not the main building. Dude, yeah. there was no holiday decorations in any of them. Does, does that make any sense to you? They all have like lobbies and little areas in them. Like it, yeah. it, it was weird. He said this isn't how it was in the past. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Cause we stayed at Saratoga um, right at Christmas time before. I'm trying to think if in the individual buildings, I mean, certainly in the lobby and stuff, but in the individual buildings, I can't remember. No, in Saratoga, there certainly wasn't, because all that is outside uh, alleyways and stuff anyway. So, yeah. um, so where else would, I mean, uh, Grand Floridian, I guess it's like in the Polynesian. I, I don't think I've ever stayed at the Poly in the holidays. I don't know if they have individual ones but yeah i mean at the very least it would seem like there'd be a christmas tree or something in there yeah because the yacht and beach club and boardwalk have that stuff all over the place yeah you know decorations as you're walking down the hallways and you know what i'm yeah. saying john but there is, they have like a central hallway so they really you know it's not like um not like grand floridian or the poly where it's individual buildings yeah, he was just shocked, though, because if you, like, with the individual buildings, they do have that all foyer area with the elevators and everything yeah, like that yeah, in them. He said he, yeah. he couldn't believe they were not decorated this year. And he talked like they were decorated usually in the past. And he said yeah, that he, he has noticed that there's less decorations in the outer areas of a lot of resorts and stuff. So, now he's shocked about that, because they usually go all out with everywhere. So... else we have here journey and water walkways reopens the guests after following high pressure leak man this area at epcot has gotten more crap john <laughs> about being broken so quick the journey of water yeah did you see my picture with walt yes i did it was awesome yeah, yeah, that was. I had heard there was like an hour wait for that, and there was like three people waiting, so that wasn't bad at all. And then Figment uh, was a long wait, so we didn't get to do that. So, and uh, we didn't hang out uh, for the fireworks, but we did walk around, look at all the decorations, and had uh, a giant barbecue feast. So that's where I used my fifty percent coupon off at. So, how did you? Uh, and, uh, how did you? Cow. How did you like it? It was killer. It was fantastic. So yeah, we. Uh, we skipped breakfast and we hit there about one o'clock and we got the we got everything we could probably get. We had the the brisket with uh, French fries. We had the chicken with beans and we had the uh, uh, ribs with mac and cheese. And the mac and cheese and the chicken were the absolute best. Everything else was good. The only thing that was a little boring was the beans. But other than that, and they weren't even bad. They were just a little boring. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was it was really really good. Uh, we had a great time. So. Oh, I'm glad you got to head over there and have a good time. Yeah, with my 50% coupon, Doug, I got those three meals. I got a Coke, the house-made pickles for 5 bucks, and the banana pudding for seven forty-nine. So how much do you think all that cost me after the 50% off? And 12 bucks. 
<laughs> not quite, but 32. Okay. So, no. Well, I missed one that you said, so I apologize. But um, yeah. you deserve it. It would cost you more to buy dinner at the grocery store than it cost you to eat there that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it costs uh, double that to eat at Sonny's Barbecue in our town, which is horrible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was actually a fantastic deal, and it was really good. And it was awesome that you got that for that price. But it would have been even nicer if you guys just got one free meal voucher from the you know from them. Like they still got thirty two dollars of your freaking money, John. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, of course, I go out to Epcot, you know, and then I had to buy me a beer and there, yeah, and then exactly. we had to walk around, and so yeah. Oh well, yeah, they got all their money back right out of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you enjoy doing it and you love being there and all, but. I mean, you'd think they give you guys more than a bunch of freaking coupons. And that's why when I get that's why I get so angry about all the crap, the upcharges and all that stuff, because I know how they treat you guys. Yeah, the first year I worked there we got a we had those coupons and then you get you get uh those uh fifty, a thirty and a forty coupon and then you get um eight uh snack coupons to use for fresh bowls or cokes or anything like that and yeah. those are actually free and i don't have to buy anything does um but the first year i was there we got those and we got a special time discount at cast connection for another 20 percent off of anything there and we also got a unique um christmas ornament that was a disney cast member ornament but that was only my first year and then they got rid of the ornament and i don't know why but it was it's, i've got one it was really cool so. because john the the Bob Igers and all the Chapix and all the other scums that run the company, they they figured that out. Ten dollars times three thirty thousand employees, all of us could be splitting all this money. And what the hell do we care about the cast members that do everything for us? That's why. All right. Okay. All right. That's why, John. We got to tell our shareholders that own multi-million dollar pads in Manhattan and Paris and Italy and Rome. They want their money, John. They don't they don't give a crap how not, how good a ornament made you feel. <laughs> well, the the actual hit of the day, Doug, was my uh I have a Lisa got me a early Christmas present, a Christmas vacation Hawaiian shirt. Yes. It has all the, all the things on it and it has like, you know, the Electrified cat. It has the RV. Uh, has the what? The chainsaw. The bottle of Tylenol. All that stuff all over the shirt. And so I wore that, and I must have had 35, 40, 50 comments on it the entire day. So yeah, yeah. You know, Lisa found a winner on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. The positive. Yeah, yeah. The positive thing is, thank God it wasn't scratch and sniff. <laughs> it would have been a little awkward. Pretty RV. Pretty RV yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Rapper full. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time. Uh, trying to think if we did. We didn't really do anything. We just walked around. I mean, that's why, you know, we saw the uh, Pierre Noel in France. Saw um, the woman in Japan that tells the, the fables there. And saw, uh, who else did we see? Saw the mime in Italy. Um, yeah, and the and the uh, the Christmas witch lady there. Um, so we saw those um, and basically just hung out. But yeah, we had a good time. So. 
Uh, I love all the uh, Santa Clauses and yeah. around world showcase and all that. If you had, see, I think if I had one, what would be the one place you would like to do Christmas dinner at, John? If all expenses were not paid for. At Epcot. At any of the at any restaurant, if if Disney said we were giving you the coupon to have your free meal, where what where do you think you'd want to go to dinner? For Christmas dinner, uh, probably whoever's got the best prime rib. Or okay. Lafayette would be a good guess, or uh, uh, maybe the Liberty Tree Tavern in uh, in Magic America. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Liberty yeah, and, America. And, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Now, yeah, Magic Kingdom. I honestly think I would choose La Cellier. That would be my. Yeah, I, think uh, so. I think it would be my choice for an, my dinner. If I if I could get reservations for six thirty, Christmas Day at any restaurant in the park, I think that's what I would choose, John. I think I would choose La Cellier. I uh, think so. Yeah, I think that would be a great dinner. It's so sad. They got pictures of this journey of water walk where he reopens, I said, after the high-pressure leak and all. This thing has been open, what, maybe a month, John? Yeah. And, and now the concrete already has repairs in it. That's that's how bad of a job they did. Like, you could see... It took forever, it took forever to install water fountains, and now they've got problems. Yeah. It's so sad. But, yeah, now you got the whole facade of all the concrete and all. You know... It's going to take a few months for this one to stain the way the other ones look. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it just stands yeah. out like a sore thumb. Run Disney 2024. Walt Disney World merchandise revealed. John, they make a money off that merchandise, don't they, buddy? Yeah, and here comes the marathon weekend. Woo, yay. <laughs> All the hats and T-shirts and everything else. Yeah, they, they uh, sell a ton of it, and then a ton of it ends up at Cast Connection all the time. So they never out, they never sell out of uh, anything, I don't think, except maybe large shirts or something, you know. But there's always plenty of uh, smalls. Well, this is the one thing that I will say that my hat's always off to Disney with this. Uh, Walt Disney World is enhancing animal well-being with cutting-edge technology from Walt Disney World Imagineering. And this is all the stuff that you could actually see on uh, Disney Plus, you know, behind the Walt Dis all behind the Animal Kingdom, you know, with the cast members and all, which is ab absolutely awesome. I've told you a million times it's my favorite thing on Disney Plus. So, yep. it shows you how they bake the cakes and and make special meals and everything else for all the different animals, John. And I, John, and I found that so incredibly interesting the way they make the alligators do certain things by the way they train them with signs and food and it's just amazing how smart these trainers are and how smart the actual animals are to inter interact with the trainers it's amazing walt disney world resort is taken taken a step further in enhancing the lives of its animal residents through innovative enriched activities and what they'll do, John, is collaborating with the creative team, Walt Disney Imagineering, the animal care experts, introduce cutting-edge technology that utilizes 3D printing, motorized mechanics, and recycled materials to stimulate the animals both mentally and physically. And I find it really interesting. They make a, 
they do these balls and 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 their electronics in them where the cheetahs beat them and bounce them around and it shows how how they act, re interact with hunting and all this other stuff and it's cool with the giraffes how they put the different things in the trees and the mirror all how they manipulate the animals with all this the stuff that they place in different areas is really interesting to me yeah make sure they get the proper nutrients but uh mimic their natural uh their natural uh habits instead of learning to take food from humans and stuff like that you know yeah and it showed the lions on the one where they had uh they put this uh thing on the tree where the lions noticed it and started attacking it and ripping it down and seeing how you know what i mean to make them you know work different muscles that they normally you know just keep their natural instincts in them which is yeah really cool. because otherwise otherwise uh, lions are cats and you know what they like to do sleep <laughs> exactly yeah and then like the the monkeys and the silverback gorillas they put they wrap stuff up in bed sheets and put uh, boxes for them to unwrap and cool. They do a lot of really neat stuff. So if you guys want to check that out, I mean, during Christmas, they wrap their present, their food and stuff in boxes and Christmas presents to make them unwrap them, John, which is really cool. <laughs> so they do all kind of neat stuff. And, uh, dude, somebody from China is calling me in my office. Yeah, you got a call on line one? Yes. Uh,. Wave effects returns to the seas at Nemo and friends, John. I, I didn't even know that was gone. I didn't know that was gone for a while. But you know, your friends over there, WDW News today, they love to report all the stuff that's not working in the parks. Absolutely. Which I, I have to admit, I kind of love them for that, dude. Like they'll go on, a, it's a small world, and tell you what seventeen animatronics isn't working. <laughs> but the point is. Nobody used to be able to do that. Am I wrong? I don't know. There's, there's always been certain elements that, that I mean, on uh, Pirates, for example, we have certain, uh, there's a gajillion animatronics on Pirates, but there's certain ones that if they aren't working, then if they're, if they're 101, which means down, then we don't open. Um, so there's certain, and, and anything with a bunch of moving parks, you're going to have certain problems that, any given time, you know, but as long as the key ones are working and then the majority of the rest, I, I, I think that's always been the way it is. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I mean, uh, the trigger fish at Finding Nemo and Friends, or the, the angler fish, didn't work forever and then they fixed it and then it didn't work forever again. So. All I know is it seems like it's worse than ever and it still pisses me off that the Yeti don't work, John. Yeah, yeah. It is. Every time I look at... I think I stopped riding the ride, really, because that pisses me off so bad, dude. It puts me in a rage when I see those... Get, uh, those uh, the disco lights. The vast disco majority eyes. of people have... Yeah, the vast majority of people now have no idea that he's supposed to move at all. No. Nah. And then the other vast just make excuses for it. Those same people, though, if they bought if they bought a new car and half the features didn't work, they'd be bitching about it. But when Disney does it, it's all okay. That that's that's the crap that cracks me up, John. I know, I know, I work for a lot of people that have the money, and I know these people that have the money to go to Disney. All the you know, you know the ones that have the money to spend it on crazy stuff. 
The only stuff they don't bitch about is that. Everything else that they want done or do in their lives, dude, they want to break stones and want it absolutely perfect. If their Mercedes has one pound of air pressure out of one of the three tires, they'll be bitching it the Mercedes dealer for hours about how do you deliver me a car with one pound of pressure out. And then those same people go to Disney and make excuses for whatever they do is right. That's what makes me mad. Because the pompous is usually pompous, except when it comes to Disney. And I don't understand. I wish I knew how they got, what what drugs they piped through to get away with that. Uh, the price rate. Edison, fame. here you go, John. Edison's famous prime rib makes a holiday comeback at Disney Springs, John. Well, a little too late now. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. It was it was really, really good, and then they took it off the menu, so we won't be back unless they bring it back as a full-time uh, menu option. Maybe maybe if they bring it back for Christmas next year, maybe it would be an option. Tell you what, it really looks good, dude. It is. It is. It was fantastic. But. Yeah, it's... It's from December 21st to the 31st. You can order a 14-ounce prime rib served with black truffle creamy mash and al juice for $57. It's not bad. For prime rib? No, it's not bad. No. So if you guys want to head over to Edison, dude, John has had it. It is really delicious. I've never had their prime rib there, so. Uh, Tiana's Bayou is still plugging away, John. Extra park reservations already added to the January 2024 because there's prediction of major slowing after the holidays at the parks from all the stuff I've been reading. I think there's going to be an initial, actually, busy time after the holidays because we're going to get to a point where there's no reservations required. And so there'll be a lot of local showing up and stuff like that randomly. But then after that, I think, yeah, it'll slow down for the end of January and most of February, spring break kicks in. Oh. Uh, there's extra reservations for Animal Kingdom on January 4th, Magic Kingdom on January 6th, Hollywood Studios on the 7th, and Epcot on the 8th. So, oh, dude, things look horrible around here. I mean, uh, our union work is drastically slowed down. I mean, it had to. I mean, my brother was bitching at me today. I went to Walmart and I, Doug, I had three bags. $75 I spent. I said, well, where have you been? He goes, I've been bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. I mean, I went to a shop right Saturday, uh, Thursday night just to pick up. We barely shopped, John. $197. $197. But yeah, things are really looking slow around here. Uh, have you seen that only murders in the building yet, John? The the TV show? Yeah. It's on Hulu. It has yeah. Steve Martin uh, in it. Yeah, with Martin Short. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we watch it. Did you like that? Actually, I watched the first season. I haven't caught up. Uh, yeah, there's two more seasons, so. But, anyhow. Anywho, where are we at here, Johnny? There ain't much well, much. Doug, There's God. I'm sorry. I was gonna say if uh, it gets too slow, uh, the villages are. I am totally. I, I totally. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Start over. I totally lost you. Okay. The villages. You know what that is, right? Yeah, my father, my stepfather lived there. 
Yeah, it has invaded uh, all of the county that I live in. Sumter County has moved south and is now um, taking over Sumter County, which is okay for us because we're it helps the tax base and all that type of stuff. So we're all right with it. It actually has made our uh, house double its value in about the last seven years. So it's all good with me, but there's a road that I used to take um, to get to, to work that was about a seven-mile straight shot um, from I-75 to the turnpike, and there was very little traffic on it. Uh, we took it to get to Disney the other day to the turnpike, and instead of that eight minutes it used to take me to get down, it took about 27 minutes because of the roundabouts that were installed because there are homes all over that road now. It used to be nothing but cow pastures. And I'm talking about three years ago when I worked at uh, Prime Line. So three, four years ago, it was nothing but cow pastures, but now it's just neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood of finished and getting built homes and roundabouts and it's a freaking mess. I can't believe how it looks like they have doubled or tripled their um, amount of homes they used to have. It's amazing. Everybody still wants to retire to Florida. I'm very surprised, but they are. Hey, John, it's well, it's the taxes, buddy. I mean, what? Yeah, it's the taxes and the no winter. Uh, and and the uh, crime rate and stuff like that going on up in here. There, there's no law up in the Northeast anymore, John. You can do whatever you want. It's lawless. You can rob, pillage, steal, and you don't you don't go to jail anymore up here. Woo! Party on! Yeah, but it's the property tax. The pro, dude. I I pay I pay five times what you pay. Yeah, you do. Hey, yeah, it's my, nuts. I mean, yeah, you, you have to think though. Those folks, I don't know if they're gonna if they know what their homeowners insurance is gonna be when they move down here, but it's ridiculous. It honestly is. Well, they something has to be done about that. There's no there's no restriction on it whatsoever, and I can't I can't understand why there is not something put into place where if you're going to have car insurance in this state, then you're required to have a certain amount of uh, homeowners insurance. But nobody cares. Nobody freaking cares. Well, the thing is, John, and and I'm into helping anybody, but you guys are in basically. The federal government needs to step in and just insure you because what the thing that pisses me off is in your state and most of these coastal counties, when it does hit, the insurance companies claim freaking bankruptcy and Red Cross and every and, and first aid and all of uh, the, FEMA, yeah, yeah. FEMA has to yeah, pay for yeah. everything anyway. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, the taxpayer pays for it. So it's like, why the hell are we? Uh, the insurance companies are the biggest Ponzi scheme on the planet. I just renewed mine in October. And I told you I need a new roof. I'm going to need a new roof. I've been planning on getting one this year. I was going to get it in the fall, but I'm running this job. I have to be home when it's done. So I'm going to do it in the spring. I already talked to my roofer. But I just, uh, my insurance company renewed me in October. I just sent my second payment for December, and then I get a letter in the mail saying they're going to come out and, and inspect my property and tell me what I need. Uh, dude, I already you already signed me for the year. You should have did this crap in October before I paid you money, so I'm going to have I've given you already two full payments, and then you're going to come out and tell me what I need to do to my house? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> no, it, it, it's bullcrap. And something needs to be done. The, done. the insurance companies are the biggest Ponzi scheme in on our planet. Health insurance, home, like, like, 
they deny people multiple times for health insurance when you go to apply for stuff. I mean, like, we're worried about helping everybody else out in all these other countries, and we got people here that can't get their health insurance paid for. It's disgusting. And I'm all for helping whoever else. But we should not be letting millions of people come here when, John, you can't afford homeowner's insurance. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it is absolutely ridiculous the way we're, we're, we're going right now. It's, oh, yeah. it's disgusting. Well, uh, personally, we have a governor who's more worried about trying to run for uh, president than he is about the state of Florida. But that, that's my own political belief. So, you know, hey, whatever. Well, uh, and I got a governor here that's always worried about just being in my pocket that don't want to do it. Took away paper <laughs> bags, but he'll sell cigarettes. You figure that one out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll swap you any day and twice on Sunday, John. I'll give you this guy. This guy killed, allegedly, with uh, sending, he sent all the seniors back to to senior, wouldn't refuse to take them to the hospital and send them back to their homes during COVID and let them pass, John. They wouldn't accept them. And he locked them out of, out of hospitals and made them go back to their, to their uh, then the same thing happened in New York, made them go back to their senior facilities. Yeah. And he voted for it again. It's amazing. Again, as we talk about that, people want to vote red or blue. They don't want to vote red, white, or blue. All oh, they yeah. do is when oh, one, yeah. one side or the other screws up, all they want to tell you is what the other side screwed up with. They don't want to just say, lock him up too. Lock them all up if they're treating us bad. You know, yeah, like, I wish they would start worrying about what, what are they going to do for us instead of what the other guy did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It, it cracks you up. The, you'll have people that don't want a border but live in gated communities. You have people that don't want don't want us to have guns but want to have their self covered with security. Uh, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, they have their own private security. The, uh, we have people that don't want border control, but they want to uh, they they want to live in a gated community. Uh, they don't want to be armed, but they don't want us to have be armed. But they want to be protected by guards with guns, and, and it's just crazy. It, it just, it, it just, and and the, the the biggest thing is they'll tell me and you to protect the environment, but they all ride on private jets and in limousines, John. They're just hypocritical. <laughs> They're rich, Doug. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. We're the ones polluting everything with our gas stoves, but they're not when they're going out with private chefs cooking for 30 people every night. You know what I'm saying, John? Yep. Uh, review the Figment Caramel Cold Brew in Epcot, John. I'm surprised Lisa didn't get a hold of that. Uh, no, she got it at Starbucks. Uh, what is it? Figment Caramel what? This one here, oh, this is over at Joffrey's, so that's why. It's a caramel cold oh. it's a caramel cold brew in Epcot. It's from Joffrey's Coffee. Which is pretty cool. Oh, Disney fined six hundred thousand for copyright infringement with the CG technology used in Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. That's not good. Maybe that's why they <laughs> took your Christmas ornaments away, John. <laughs> hey, that. Uh I did hear, though, they're replacing the uh, Beauty and the Beast at uh, Hollywood Studios with something. Didn't you hear that? I haven't heard that yet, but it, 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 uh, I guess it would kind of make sense. Maybe maybe in Canto or something, but 
Yeah, I think that's what it might be. They are replacing it, and now I can't find the article that I read. Yeah, there was an article where they're replacing that, so. Where's more news? My dog, you hear Presley? No. Good. He's uh, having his own little crisis with a hairball over here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm... maybe if he didn't feed him from the table. No, no, he probably just knows him to the track. No, he don't <laughs> ever get fed from the table. He just... I'm just quote movies. No, no, I hear you. He uh, just literally has long hair and he's constantly licking. Yeah, I don't see this here, John. I'm trying to find that article, but they were saying it's being replaced. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster is being closed for uh, a long, long time, John. It says uh, a lengthy refurbishment early 2024. So, think Aerosmith is going to make it back? I haven't heard anything other than, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, uh, let's see, who can we put in there? How about NSYNC, you know, um, Backstreet Boys? Uh, what's, the, what's the band from Korea, uh, South Korea, the uh, M-Kid? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I, I give it up after Menudo, dude. I don't know anybody. <laughs> uh, but no, I know InSync, I know Backstreet Boys, I knew new, I know New Kids on the Block. You know that that's where my uh, and 98 Degrees. That they're my four boy bands, Sean. Okay. Uh, and, and I forgot. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble with my local peeps, Boys to Men. You know, they're the boy yeah, yeah. band that I know of. You know what I'm saying, John? But. Uh, here it is. Disney announces Little Mermaid, a musical adventure, coming to Hollywood Studios. I think that's taking the pl place of uh, of uh, Beauty and the Beast, John. Oh, so Little Mermaid. Uh, so that, well, they can't have two Little Mermaid attractions, then they'll have to do something else with that little stage show that's real Little Mermaid, right? Yeah, unless, yeah. Oh. There's a new walkway that's done over to, at the Magic Kingdom, John. New walkway alongside the queue for Tiana's Adventure is now open to guests at Magic Kingdom. That really looks good. The brickwork and all really looks nice. It walks through and, you know, there's, you know, the walls are up on both sides, but you can see the new walkway. The, walk, the walkway connects the train station entrance to the restrooms adjacent to the outdoor queue for Tiana's Bayou. So I'll tell you what, the stonework really looks beautiful. They did a really nice job on that. So, and the handrails and all look nice. So, nice start. Yeah, let me see what this is saying. If it is replacing Beauty and the Beast. Disney has today announced Little Mermaid, a musical adventure, a fully reimagined theatrical production inspired by Disney Animation Studios classic The Little Mermaid, will debut in a refreshed animation courtyard theater in 2024 at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Disney says that when it opens, the show will feature stunning, stunning new sets, pieces, cutting-edge effects, and a bold new design captures aerial imagination and emotions through her unique view of the world around her. The Little Mermaid musical will include musical numbers inspired by the film, Part of the World, Poor, Unfortunate Souls, and more. 
The new show will replace the original Voyage of Little Mermaid, which debuted on January 7, 1992. So now it's going to be back in that theater, John. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, awesome. So, yeah, Beauty and the Beast is still there then. So, yeah, that makes, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't done nothing with that yet. I thought they were working on that theater again to do something. Was that as a, is that open there again? I believe so. Okay. I, one time, uh, before COVID, they were doing the... Um, classic movie, uh, classic movie music in there or something at one time. But that was right after it reopened from COVID, I think. But yeah, I think Beauty and the Beast has restarted. So. Okay. It was, I didn't see it there when I was there, but I could have missed it. That's easy to walk past, even though it's a big state, uh, big uh, auditorium and stuff. If you're not looking for it, you can walk right past it. If you're, you know, looking down the street at uh, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, what says first look inside one of the show scenes for Tiana's Bayou Adventure, John? Let me see this if there's something I can actually rant about, John. See animatronics. Yeah, I want to see if I see animatronics. Presley's going nuts now. He's he's in the attention mode. One of those days, John. ABC's 2020 has given us a first look inside Tiana's Bayou Adventure, the new attraction currently under construction. In the Magic Kingdom. A clip of the show, a full physical set of the lush vegetation, trees, and small cabin ABC previewed is the first time we have an inside inside the attraction for Walt Disney World releasing con with releasing of concept renderings. Come on, dude, don't do this to me. All it shows is it what it kind of remind you of what I'm seeing here. I'm going to try to watch the video. It does show the boat going through with the alligator and all kind of the critters on the dock here. But that's the original painting. It doesn't show you if it's animated or not. But the inside the inside here, the one with the cabin and all the grass, it kind of reminds you of the house and living with the land a little bit. Okay. So, but it does look like they put some uh, grass and a, ca a little tree ha a grass house in there or whatever but it's hard to tell what it is but I hope the videos of all these animals and critters I hope they all are anima animatronics I hope to goodness they aren't map yeah we've, we've had enough of the matting I yeah. think for that right now so. some people are complaining about Bob our buddy Bob contacted me about the pricing and the food at the summer house he hasn't eaten there yet but he's had people that have had and he hasn't heard good <laughs> things Prez, come on dude don't <laughs> indigestion no he's just being a brat he wants to be petted he's he wants company right now uh, exterior refurbishment is underway on the land pavilion did you guys see anybody out there Working on that when you were there the other day? No, no, we walked past the land, but I didn't pay. I, didn't, I guess I didn't pay enough attention. So, no, I didn't notice anything. I know that new area is really nice, Doug. Uh, the area behind Spaceship Earth now it's wide open. It feels a lot more um, inviting than it used to be. You know, on that one side of Spaceship Earth, it used to feel like a concrete jungle. Yeah, and on yeah. On the other side, yeah, 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 tombstones. Uh, so obviously, all the tombstones are gone now, and then. Uh, the concrete jungle now has a lot of trees and uh, 
other bushes and, and stuff like that. Um, and there's a little area with Andromedac chairs and charging forks and that whole bit. So you can find some shade trees, sit down, and uh, charge your stuff up. Okay, uh, people, yeah, people watch for a couple of, maybe an hour or so, half an hour, and enjoy the... It, it feels a lot more like an actual park now than it, than it used to. So it was uh, really nice. Well, that's cool. Just get the damn walls down already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad's going down for, for a week, January 16th. It's supposed to be reopened on the 21st, so that ain't a long one. Cali River Rapids is going down again. That's another ride. They just need to get rid of that, dude. That was I enjoyed that, but that ride was one of the biggest disappointments. I don't know it's what. Like you, it's too short. It's like three and a half minutes long. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It, it ain't worth getting wet for. I've ridden the one at Bush Gardens, Congo River Rapids. I've ridden the one at uh, Sea World and Infinity Falls. I've ridden the one at uh, Universal uh, Blue, uh, Pluto's Falls, and they're all. Probably two to three times, especially the one at Universal. It seems to go throughout the uh, entire land it's in. It, it's probably two to three times as long as the one. I don't know. And Disney has all the property in the entire world. Why is it the shortest of all the uh, raft rides? Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It was. It's such a shame too, because I was so excited for it. Again, we've said this a million times, but they should have had that should have been extended by a while and just had like a lazy river effect where you could enjoy some scenery and then the falls break open and cause all the trouble, you know? And, it, and if they could have found a way to put tigers on the side, you know, to act, but to have them safe and to have the, obviously the guests safe, but like you said, in a nice lazy river area, yeah. but you could actually see tigers while you're on the uh, attraction, I think that would have been so much more impressive. A hundred percent. It it just it ain't worth getting wet. It really isn't. It it ruins the day because I know even when it's hot or whatever, like you, you wear sandals or whatever. But if you're like me, a guy who wears sneakers all the time, and a lot of people that go to the parks do, it isn't worth getting your feet wet for three hours for a three minute ride. You know? No, no wet wet feet are miserable. Yeah. So. And I prefer my I my feet hurt with I have to wear sneakers basically. I mean, I, there's no ifs, no ends, no buts with my feet. But uh, I, uh, it's the same thing with, I love, I told you, I prefer Tron over Guardians of the Galaxy. But I don't even think it's worth the money for that extra money for how short that is. Literally, it takes you longer to get strapped in that damn thing than it does to do the ride. Am I wrong? Yeah, that, that one's really fast. Uh. Yeah. I, I think that might be the fastest ride in the park. What do you think? The shortest ride in the park. You know, uh, I that would or, uh, put that up. Navi River. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That, that one is incredibly disappointing. I mean, at least Tron is a roller coaster. Oh, it's exciting. It somewhat, yeah, somewhat by saying it is a roller coaster, but uh, Navi River Journey is supposed to be slow, meandering, and peaceful, and... You're literally get on the boat and get off the boat. <laughs> no, no. Around one corner. No, John. We, we, we. I know we keep talking. I keep talking crap about us rating these rides, which we did. It's just trying to get us together to do it. 
But when we rate the rides, we're going to do our list again. I'm going to get Sean to do his and Judith and all the lovely people of the show. But, uh, dude, that'll be rated like 50 rides ahead of Navi River. Tron will be up there because it's an exciting, cool concept. It's a cool ride and all. But I, I'm going to do it with Brenda. But I don't see us doing it every trip unless it's a walk. Like, you can get on it within 20 minutes. You know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to spend extra money to do that, and I'm not going to stand around for an hour and a half to do that. Would you? I'd probably wait 50 minutes or something, but that, an hour is about my tap out for any attraction. I don't think there's anything out there I'd wait that more than an hour for. I mean, you know, I, I've done everything, so. but if I went out there with my son, and I'd probably wait an hour if he wanted to, but I know yeah. him. He ain't going to wait for anything, so. Yeah, I would wait with Brenda to do it the first time. Like, yes, I'm going to go do it with her. But after that, I mean, like I said, if we're not on it in 40, 40, 45, 50 we're not waiting, John. It's just not worth it. I, yeah. I would rather go do other things. I'd rather get on the People Mover three times and wait an hour to get on that once myself. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, so I'd rather go do Pirates and People Mover and Jungle Cruise than wait for that for over an hour for three minutes. So, yeah, that's the thing about my son is he'd rather do people mover than Tron too, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I like JJ. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just some of these things. Some of the things that just made. I, I don't. I don't know why that is so short. I mean, they could have made that a little longer too. I, I don't. I don't know. And there's not enough of a pre-show for that either, either, John. The pre-show. No, pre -show that no, I remember. no, it's it's like Soren, John. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, boring. Yeah. I mean, it is nicer because you're outside a little bit and all. There's more view, but it's still basically. If we had to rate the queues, I wish they'd have did something to make it more interactive as you're waiting, like maybe be a part of Tron as you're getting ready to get on the cycle, maybe. Yeah, the people who have never seen the movies, they have no idea what in the world this is supposed to be. No. Uh, yeah. You know, like... They, they, they stand out there with the, the photo pass guys do with, uh, you know, different things from the movie elements and stuff like that. But if you've never seen the movie, you don't even know what that what the world... What is this stuff supposed to be, so... No, I mean, they should have made a cue where you're... Like, it's part of the attraction. Kind of like, uh, uh, what you call it? Even, uh... Uh, what you call it? Flight of Passage. The queue's cool with that. It tells the yeah. story getting there. Like, there's no story. There's no immersion at all, immersiveness at all to to that queue on Tron. They really, the building is beautiful. Everything about it is nice. The, the, the ride technology is incredible. I think it's one of the coolest looking ride systems. Am I wrong? No, absolutely. But the whole but, setup of yeah. it is weak, in my opinion. Yeah, that one. And then... Um if you want to look at the way that it's, I mean, you obviously didn't care for the ride a whole lot, but Guardians does everything you just said. Yes. You know, I mean, they have a great queue. They have a great pre-show. They introduce you to the characters and let you know what's yes. going on, even if you haven't seen the movie. So you totally understand everything. So, yeah, it does everything that Tron doesn't do. Yeah. Like, even, ex even, ex <laughs> even Expedition Everest, which I don't love the Yeti because of that, but... The pre-show of that is absolutely amazing. Like, there's times when I'm going through that pre-show, the queue on that, or I, I've let people pass me because I'm looking at stuff. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, the the little museum area they have before that is fantastic. Where the and it's actually like some 
some stuff that's actually taken from Tibet and stuff like that, and actual research where people have yeah. checked into the possibility of Yeti and all that type of stuff. So there's a lot of factual-based uh, stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, that, one, that one's really cool. So. Yeah, you're. I'm actually watching your Harambe Market train uh, load right <laughs> now, John. I get the guy's in his nice colored uh, top with his shorts on. I could see my buddy John used to be there with his hat on. There you go. Yeah, I miss my train. I love that train, John. Love all the trains. I'd rather ride this train than uh, do Tron for 50 minutes. <laughs> and I, again, I like, like I said, I like Tron a lot. Guardians of the Galaxy, that might have been a one and done for Doug. We'll see. So, but three rides you could do walk on for Christmas and pick another restaurant to eat before we hang up, besides Le Cellier. So, you had a three fast pass for three rides anywhere in the park, and you go on one after the other. What three would you do, John? Oh, I got fast passes, do I? Uh, yes. I got Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, and the whole bit. No, uh, you don't have any of that. You have old school fast pass, John. Oh, all right. Put you right to the front right. of the line. Right to the front of the line. You didn't have to buy it, you earned it. Okay. Uh, well, because it's uh, one of the few that has. Uh, for my, me, I would go, and if it's for Christmas, I'm going to do uh, the Jingle Cruise because it's Good Christmas. call. Uh, let's see. Anywhere, any place, anything. Uh, I would probably do Festival of Lion King just because it's my favorite show in the entire world. It puts me in a great mood every time I see it. Um, and one more, I'd probably do Rise of the Resistance because I think that is the the epitome of attraction when everything's working right it is uh, top notch and in a restaurant I'm going to have to go with the old standby and go with Le no I said besides that because we already said that oh so you're not listening to me again John you're like my wife you ignore me now ah let's see where else ah you know what for some good home cooking uh, Christmas dinner I'm going to go with uh, 50's prime time there you go. That would be a good time. Nice festive. That would be a good festive that dinner. Would, that would feel like a family Christmas dinner, honestly, if you had a good group of people with you. Yes. That, that would feel like Christmas. That would feel like a family uh, Christmas dinner. Yep. From when we grew up, or a little, a little before we grew up, but close. No, that would be awesome. So I would, me and Brenda, I would definitely take her on. She'd probably want to go right on the Haunted Mansion. Of course. See the updates on that and everything. So I'd take Brenda on the Haunted Mansion. And we would do that. I would probably do the Jungle Cruise too, John. The Jingle Cruise. Just because she you know, she would like to do that too in the Christmas spirit. And then I would probably... What would I? What else would we go on? I, you know, I always say the people mover. But you know what? We might take... Just hop on our good old Doug's train and... Finish it off going around the park on the train. Do all three at the Magic Kingdom. How's that sound, John? Yeah, sounds like a good time. Where are you eating at? Now, where are we going to eat? We're going to go home, get our showers, and where are we going to head off to? What would be... You know what? I might do it just to think of you guys. I might end up, at the end of the night, a nice romantic meal at the Paddlefish with my beautiful bride. There you go. That wouldn't be bad. You know, and uh, we had talked about it before, right? I guess I could have said the Edison with their prime rib right now. Yes. <laughs> but, but all I can think about is taking the beautiful, because we would be staying at Riverside or French Quarter. I think we're staying at French Quarter next trip, because she wants to go there now that I was just there. She feels a little cheated, and I feel cheated not having her there. 
So yep. we'll be at the French Quarter, and we'll be taking a beautiful Sasquatch River cruise down to the Paddlefish. How's that sound, John? Oh, that sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah, nice winter night cruise like tonight it would be beautiful there. What's the temperature there now, John? I'm looking at my car at 63 degrees. Well, it would be nice. No, it's nice about a nice 63 degrees boat ride. Brenda cuddles a little. I think, I think tonight's probably a low of about 56. So yeah, that would be. That'd be fantastic. But what's great Next about that? Go ahead. But what's great about that when it gets a little chilly like that, she gets a little bit closer, John. She gets all uh, and snuggles up to me. I take I had to take it when I can get it, John. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if I gotta use the cold weather to my advantage. You gotta use the cold weather to my advantage, John. <laughs> yeah. yeah, believe it or not, Doug. Uh, next Friday we're supposed to have a high of 49 degrees. So <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to my world, dude. That ain't even close to your world, but that's for Florida? I don't like it. Uh, uh, uh. So, that means I can't even take my jacket off during the day, and I don't know about that. That's, that's like, uh, no, that's, that's cool. not good. No, we don't like that. Yeah, where are we at? Yeah, next Friday, we're going to be 39. Yeah, not too far off, then. Yeah, 41, 38, 39. Well, low of 24 and 28 at night. Okay. So, 27. So, we got some cold ones coming up, but... No, uh, no snow, for, snow forecasted for you? Don't even want to talk about it, dude. The snowblower is right. doing its job, John. Yep, sure is. Keeping that snow away, buddy. You that's know what? what? That, that's a better insurance policy than what I pay for my homeowner's insurance. Yeah. Buying that snowblower was probably the best uh, best uh, homeowner's insurance you've had in forever. A hundred percent. I want nothing to do with the snow ever, ever again, John. I'm good with it. Like I said. That would be the one. <laughs> That'd be the one thing you bought brand new, have to sell used when you moved, and you'd probably be happy. <laughs> yeah, you're fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to maybe. Never my, use it. You're fine. <laughs> I might give it to my brother or my godson. This way, we come back to visit. The snow stays away still, John. I'm like, <laughs> but no, I. There you go. Like I said, we used to go. I used to go skiing. I would go to the mountains. I enjoy all that, but I don't like shoveling it. Like, if me and Brenda went away and could sit by a fire and go ride some snowmobiles, because we were talking about that. So, and I told her, I said, I'd rather, I'd trust her more on a snowmobile than I would trying to ski. I'll tell you that much. So, but no, there was stuff like that, riding in a horse and carriage and, uh, and uh, through the snow, that was sleigh in the snow, that would be awesome. But I just don't want to shovel the crap no more. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I got my fill in the Navy, and I never want to do it again. We had to do the ship a couple of times, so I'm good. You know, it's it's it's, good. it's overrated, John. <laughs> it really is. But I, I think living in it is, but like you said, vacation in it would probably be wonderful. No, if you it were, is. If you were staying at a lodge, yeah. you know, and somebody else is taking care of all that stuff for you, it's probably wonderful. But. Oh, because I live by the Poconos. We used to go up every year, three, four times a year, and we... When I was when I was still single and, and younger, we would all rent houses up there three, four, five times a year. And we'd take our four-wheel drives up, and, dude, we'd do the tubing behind the vehicles. You ever do that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, dog, I did that in Florida, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, when you were up here, I didn't know if you wanted, but we would get old truck tubes, and you blow them up. And you go through the through the mountain roads in the snow, pulling each other behind the truck in a tube. It was a lot of fun, John. Dangerous, that but a lot like, of fun. That, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like maybe your insurance carrier didn't know you were gonna <laughs> no, engage in such activity. He, uh, 
especially with the with the type of soda we were drinking while we were doing it. You know, <laughs> you know? but yeah, we, we used to do that tubing all the time. I'll never forget two buddies I didn't like. I they were walking through the woods and I and through the because we all had houses up there and they're walking with a case of beer back to their house and they seen me in the pickup truck with the girl I was dating at the time and. They waved me over, and they seen the tubes in the back of the truck, and I told them, yeah, hop on, because I couldn't stand either one of them. They both hopped on the tube, and they put their beer in the back of the truck, and I went so fast, they both flew off the tubes, and we just kept going and took their beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun, <laughs> Yeah, the good old days, John. When there you I go. Went back to the house, walked in the door, and said, I got free beer, guys. <laughs> But no, we used to go up to Poconos all the time. It's a lot of fun up there when you're riding snowmobiles. My friend's dad had six or seven snowmobiles at his lodge. It was it was good times. But shoveling it sucks. <laughs> I don't want nothing yeah, to do no. with it. So, and I don't even watch football. I don't even like football games in it myself. It's it's fun once a year, but I don't want to see playoff games. And I don't want it decided by snow. Yeah, I don't want uh, snowblowers coming out in the field uh, like in New England and stuff like that and blowing snow spots away so you can win games. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Or little tickety-tackety-tuck rule. You know all that kind of stuff there, John? You 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 heard about the talk, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you did. I know Tommy and Judith never heard about anything like that. <laughs> How are they doing the football games, John? I know... I know uh, you guys are still laughing at me not making the playoffs by point two of a point. Nobody's laughing at you, Doug. Yeah, me and your wife in the first round, round one, she has 125, I have 123. Ooh. So we're into the second round now, but she looks like she's going to beat me with projections. But uh, where are we at for the real playoff teams? It won't take me there. There we go, league scoreboard. Uh, Judith has actually beaten Monorail Bob so far, John. Uh oh, and she's number one can go down. Yep, she's projected to take him out too. And uh, Miss Mr. Katzenberger is beating up on uh the Polly Dole Whips, but right now they're one forty-seven to one twenty-five. But that team, those projections are. 249.4 for Lothcats to 249.1 for the Dull Whips. That's how close that matchup is predict predicted to be. Well, if, if uh, Marie Katzenberger wins and Judith wins, we could have a, a all-female uh, showdown for the, the title. Well, and we would get, they would not rub it in at all. I know they wouldn't. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but no, I'm rooting for Judith. I love you, Monorail Bob, too. But Monorail Bob, I'm rooting for Judith because every time I turn around, you're at Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, but I'm happy for He deserves it. But I'm like, dude, take me with you every once in a while. Right? Tell or us run me down and say hi. Yes, you got to see John on the bus once in a while. But all ready for Christmas. I wrapped all Brenda's Christmas gifts today, John. I did Good my job. wrapping. I always rap on the floor in my office, and I'll tell you what, every year it gets harder and harder to rap on the floor, John. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir when it comes to that, believe me. So. Yeah, I'm like, uh, 
I'm getting up like an old rusty gate, dude. Yeah. But no, I got her all wrapped. I hope she feels better. We but we were supposed to go out to dinner at the lake house uh, last night. And I've been sick, which you knew I was sick last week. And I still am not over it. Everybody on this job just keeps passing her around. And uh, Brenda got all sick. She was uh, feeling all weak. No, Neither one of us had a fever, but... We both had that flu-like feeling where you got the body aches all over the place. You're hot and yeah. cold, hot and cold. And she put up with that. I took care of her all day today. I made her soup and fed her and kept her in bed. And she's feeling a little better now. I'm trying to get her. I want her better for Christmas Day, you know? Yep. So, but Cali River Rapids is on right now, John, in the background. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it is It'll beautiful. It'll be over in 30 seconds. Yep, it is beautiful the way they did it all around the launching pad, launching area, you know, and the huts and everything. They, all the gates and the fences and all really looks good, but it's not long enough. But anyhow, we want to wish everybody from our little family here, everybody, you know, Robbie and you guys, we... I really appreciate you tweeting and interacting. I love what Robbie does. Like, after every show, as soon as we put it out, he, uh... Picks on what we said, John, which I know he's listening if you follow me. There you go. So we love Robbie. We love Judith, Robbie, Tommy, Sean, all you, Carmen, Brian, Judith, Judith, Tommy, all you guys, Bob. Jim Tucker. Jim Tucker. Uh, We could go on and on and on. We love all you guys. Thank you for listening. My buddy Jimmy now who listens every week. Uh, All you guys, we really, really appreciate you. And we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. We hope you guys had a wonderful Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate. We just hope everybody is healthy and safe through the holidays, and we can't wait to be talking to you for a happy and wonderful New Year. You got anything there you else? go. Got anything uh, else? Fold controllers. Fold controllers. Come yeah. see me on the buses. And everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you soon. Merry, merry, very, very merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas and Bye. happy New Year. Happy, God happy bless everyone. Yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.